the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Gail Gordon, Dick LeGrand, Gil Stratton Jr., Cliff Arquette, Mary Jane Croft, Jean Vanderpile, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Look around your town and you can see it's going to be an aluminum foil Christmas. Windows and counters gleam with it. Pretty soon you'll find yourself using some of your kitchen supply of Reynolds Wrap to brighten the whole house, to spread under the Christmas tree and over the mantel, to make bows for holiday wreaths, and a lover's knot for the mistletoe. You can make any little gift look precious by wrapping it in this pure aluminum foil, even an orange for the Christmas stocking. Be sure to stock up on the original and genuine Reynolds Wrap at your food market or variety store. Standard 25-foot rolls and jumbo economy rolls, 75 feet. At the same time, look for Reynolds Ray Glow Gift Wrap, the gay Christmas wrapping that sparkles with aluminum pigment. Don't forget Reynolds Wrap and Ray Glow Gift Wrap. In Wistful Vista is Madame Bertha's millinery shop. And in the window of the shop is a hat. And in the heart of Madame Bertha, when she looks at the hat, is dark despair. Reduced from $45 to $9.98. And I'll never get rid of that horrible-looking thing. Why did I ever go to that wholesale house without my glasses? Ah, but there's a silver lining to the dark cloud. A happy, carefree, knuckle-headed silver lining <laughs> in the person of Mr. McGee, of Fibber McGee and Molly. Hi, sis. I come in to get a present for my wife. Yes, sir. Something for her birthday or anniversary? Oh, not any special occasion. Now and then a fellow likes to buy something for his wife just for the pure heck of it. <laughs> uh, well, let me show you some of our hats. We have some very Oh, I lovely... already picked out the hat I want. It's the one in the window. The one in... <laughs> the window? Yeah, I saw it. Too. Oh, I'll get it for you. Here you are, sir. Well, <laughs> that's what I call service, sis. Uh, this hat is quite a bargain for nine ninety-eight. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw it. <laughs> How many of them little fur tassels has it got around the brim there? I haven't counted, but there must be at least a dozen. Yeah, that's swell. And this purple velvet bow here, that's a nice touch, too. Yeah, so is them ostrich tail feathers. <laughs> sort of shaggy, like the ostrich sat down a lot, but... <laughs> Expensive looking. Well, wrap it up, sis. Yes, sir. Oh, I can't wait to see the look on my wife's face when she opens up that box. I'll bet you she'll just be speechless. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And here it is, kiddo. A gift for my sweet little wife. Open it up, open oh, it up. Oh, McGee, you darling. A yeah. present just for no reason at all. Aren't you wonderful? <laughs> oh, I guess so. But you've earned it, Tootsie. You've been a good companion down life's highway and through the alleys. <laughs> Go ahead, unwrap it. Open it up. Oh, my, this is exciting. Yeah. Well, 
Whatever it is, I'll always cherish it and I... I knew it would get you. Why, it's a... It's a hat? Yep. Ain't it a beaut? I guarantee you never saw another hat like that one, baby. No, I never did. Uh I... I just don't know what to say, dearie. What have I ever done to deserve this? You've been a good kid. That's what you've ever done. Boy, what a sensation you'll make when you slap that bonnet on your pretty little head and we go downtown to, hey, what you doing? I'm wrapping it back in this tissue paper. Huh? This is a special hat, and I'm going to save it for some special occasion. Huh? Like our uh, golden wedding anniversary. Oh, I'll buy another hat by that time, kiddo. Go ahead, put it on. I'm taking you downtown to show you off. Go on, put it on. Put oh, it on. no, no, McGee. It, uh, I'm not the type of guy that he buys my wife a gift and then won't let you enjoy it on you. But I will enjoy it, sweetheart. Put it on, put it on. Well, I, I can't go downtown today, though. I've, I've got to fix dinner. Ah, oh, skip the dinner. I'm going to take you and that hat to the Ritz Vista Hotel for dinner, baby. I'll get us a table in the sump room. <laughs> yes, sir. Right in there with the society crowd. This will be a day you'll never forget as long as you can... Oh, dear. Come in. Oh, hello, Ollie. Well, hello, missus. And some of the same for you, McGee. Hi, Ollie. What's on your mind, boy? Well, I used to come by to tell you there was a meeting of the membership committee at the Elks Club. I, I thought you should know. What that got to do with me? Well, I was listening at the door, and I hear him say they was going to trade you to the odd fellas for two pool cues and a cospador. <laughs> That's just talk. Hey, I got something to show you, boy. Look what I brought home today. There in that box. Hmm. Did you shoot it or catch it in the trap? Neither one, Ollie. That's my new hat. What do you think of it, Ollie? McGee, if you're trying to start an argument, you got the wrong fella. I, <laughs> I never argue about women's hats. Huh? The ladies will wear anything that stays on their head without thumbtacks. Well, we like to be creative. Yeah, never forget the hat my missus created one time. Yeah. It had tanks like ears of corn sticking up and tanks like stalks of rhubarb sticking down. And around the edge was little green things like spring onions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds sort of gay. And one day it starts pouring down rain and I say, missus, put on the hat and we go out. The rain will be good for the crops. <laughs> I cooked my own meals for a week, but it was worth it. <laughs> so long, both you So long, Ollie. Billy Mills in the orchestra and takes two to tango.
Well, kiddo, we're giving the town an eyeful this afternoon. I'll bet you every woman we pass will be talking about your hat the rest of the week. Yes, dearie. How come you ducked behind the telephone post when we saw Mrs. Spradley coming? Well, she doesn't have a hat like mine. Oh? I didn't want the poor thing to be eating her heart out. (laughs) Ah, you're a good kid. Always thinking of them less fortunate. Hey, here comes another woman. Sort of toss your head around so she can't miss seeing the hat. Go on. Yes, dearie. Yeah. (laughs) Good-humored type, wasn't she? Come on, let's drop into Kramer's drugstore for a minute. I'm fresh out of cigars, and besides, I want Kramer well, to see hello, you. Hello, Molly. Why, Mabel Toops, how are you, dear? Hi, Mabel. Hi, Fib. Uh, McGee, uh, you run on in the drugstore while I chat with Mabel. Okay, come on in when you're through. Uh, new hat, Molly? Yes. McGee bought it. Go ahead, say it. Molly, it's just murder. Isn't that the truth? The poor lad means well, but honestly, all McGee's taste is in his mouth. Well, that's the way husbands are. Mort bought a dress for me once that looked exactly like a potato sack with fringe. (laughs) Did you wear it? Not me. I cut off the fringe and used it for a potato sack. (laughs) Well, I'm a little desperate, believe me. You know what? When McGee isn't looking, I'm going to fling this hat into the street and let a car run over it and tell him the wind blew it off. That's well, right. you'll just have to do something. You certainly can't go around. Oh, here he comes back. I better go. Good luck to you. Thanks, Mabel. <laughs> Kramer wasn't there, Molly. So I brought Ed Tatum out to look at the hat. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Ed. Well, there it is. On her head, Ed. <laughs> what you think? Wow. <laughs> that seems to be the usual reaction. Yeah. Ain't it a beaut, Ed? Gee, boy, is that a hat. A good question. I wish my girl Dorothy was here to see this, Mrs. McGee. She says hats... Whoops, there it goes. Huh? The wind blew my lovely hat off. Oh, Ah, look at it sail. Landed right out in the middle of the street. Oh, my gosh, it'll get quashed by one of them cars. Yes, isn't that terrible? Oh, oh, don't worry, Mrs. McGee. I'll get it. No, Ed, no, come back. He'll never get it out of all that traffic. He ain't got a chance. Hey, but he's trying. Ah, the little hero... Hey, he did it. He got the hat. He's bringing it back. Yeah, the little busybody. Here you are, Mrs. McGee. A a taxi almost hit it, but I grabbed it just in time. Thank you so much. Yeah, pretty quick on my feet like that. Comes from working out with the football squad. You young people should pay more attention to your books, Edward. Come on, McGee. So long, Ed. Bye. I wonder what she meant by that. I'm sure glad Ed was around to get that hat because, hey, what time is it? About half past. Uh, we'll hit the sump room about six o'clock for dinner. Oh. So we still got over half an hour to parade around and give the natives a treat. And bye, Hello, George. Oh, pal, hi. Uh, is that you, Molly? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> hat slipped down over my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bought it for her, Harlow. I wanted to get her something kind of different, you know, something that people would notice. Pal, you got it. Well, you said it. How did you ever happen to decide on a hat, though, pal? I mean, with all the tremendous assortment of gifts the stores have to offer this year, why a hat? Oh, I don't know. I happened to be passing the bonnet bars, and I thought Molly'd look good in this hat, so I... There's just about every kind of gift you can think of to make modern living easier and pleasanter these days, you know. Yeah, but the... Electric mixers, roasters, broilers, toasters, washing machines. Well, I don't think Molly'd look good in the washing machines. (laughs) A hat is more comfortable. Dryer, too. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you, I've never seen a greater abundance of gifts for Christmas than this year. Is that so? Yes. And naturally, this is due in a large part to our having abundant aluminum. Having what, Junior? Abundant aluminum. Oh, that's the best kind, Mr. Wilcox, yes. Oh, sure. Oh, I'll say it is. <laughs> that redundant aluminum, that's great stuff. <laughs> no, no, pal, not redundant. Says you. Well, anyhow, like I say, aluminum has been made plentiful by competition, the competition that Reynolds started in the industry. Your household appliances work better and last longer because aluminum makes them rust-proof and chip-proof. Yeah, that's the redundant aluminum that does that, Molly. Redundant. Abundant. Sure. <laughs> anyway, anything made of aluminum is light, strong, and economical. You save weight in the product and save money in your pocket. Mm. So remember, this year, just let the gleam of aluminum guide your Christmas shopping. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> Isn't that cute, dearie? I didn't care for it. <laughs> Now, look, there's more than ever for all your needs because the Reynolds Metals Company put competition in the industry. Competition that pushes production up and keeps the price low. That's why your best Christmas buys are made of aluminum. Remember, you'll really fare well if you get aluminum for Christmas. You'll really do what? Fare well, pal. Fare well, Hilo. Well, let's go, Molly. Farewell, kid. to death something is going to happen to this hat. Huh? What do well, you mean? The sun might melt these lovely plastic cherries. Oh, don't you worry about that. It'll get dark pretty soon, anyhow. Not soon enough. <laughs> Not dark enough, either. Oh. Whoops! There it goes again. What? The wind blew my hat off. It's back in the street. And don't you dare try to go out there. Oh, my gosh. That black car is going to hit it, Mom. <laughs> he stopped in time. <laughs> Him and his big fat brakes. <laughs> Come on, Molly, let's go. And... Oh, hey, that's Latrivia in that car. Hi, Latrivia. Oh, hello, McGee, Molly. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Did you see what just happened? A possum ran right in front of my car. <laughs> that was no possum, that was my hat. Hat? Are you sure? Why, sure, she's sure. I'll get it and show you. Well, it's hard to believe that was a hat. Of course, I only got a quick look, but I'd have sworn it had legs. They look more like fur trim flippers to me. But I suppose that depends Here on... Here you are, Latrivia. My wife's new bonnet. Oh, I'm sorry, Molly. I thought I stopped in time, but I must have run over it. <laughs> Oh, that is a ghastly mess. You never touched it. Huh? Oh, oh. Oh, you're holding it in a poor light, McGee. Let me look again. Yeah. Oh, yes, I see now that it's quite attractive. Very handsome indeed. <laughs> it's no wonder you're a successful politician. What's going on down at City Hall now, Latrev? You still firing strangers and hiring nephews? No, no, McGee. I'm busy at the moment with a worthy civic project. Oh? Getting together Christmas contributions of food and clothing for our needy. I'll contribute my hat. Oh, they're not that needy. <laughs> I, I, 
I mean, it's mostly food they need. They have had. Ooh. All of them? Well, how's this project coming along, Latrivia? Oh, quite well, McGee. I'm also making a list of people who will be asked to contribute financially. The, oh? the amount to depend on their standing in the community. Now, Mr. McDonald of the Third National Bank is down for $500. Huh? Mr. Sad Sam Korshak of the used car lot is down for 12000 and so on. Well, don't forget me, boy. When us prominent citizens is asked to rally around, I always want to put in my two cents worth. Oddly enough, that's just the amount I have you down for. <laughs> the King's Men, and you don't know what lonesome is. more blocks to the Ritz Vista. Yes, dearie. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait to barge into that sump room with all that rich crowd sitting there, slip the band leader a buck for a roll on the drums, and have him throw a spotlight on you in that hat. Ha! I'll just destroy myself. That's what I'll do. What'd you say? I said I'll enjoy myself. That's what I'll do. I'll say you'll enjoy yourself. Look, dearie, I have to duck in the beauty shop here and get a refill for my lipstick. Hold the hat till I come out, will you? No, no. Wear it in there. It'll knock their eyes out, Tootsie. I'll wait here. All right. I won't be long. Oh, dear. <laughs> ah, there goes a good kid. <laughs> Look at her holding the hat behind her as she walks in the door. <laughs> Wants to surprise him, I guess. <laughs> she is the cutest. <laughs> 
Hi, mister. Huh? It's me, Teeny. Hi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello there, Teeny. Hi. Gee, this is a pleasant surprise, Hi. this. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in a long, long time. Say, you know, you... You haven't grown much, have you? No. I stay just about the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a very pretty red purse you got there. All stuffed full of stuff, huh? What's it full of, money? No. Just the usual things us women carry in our purses, mister. Oh? The hair ribbon and my Mickey Mouse rich watch and hunk of clay for my class and some bones. Bones? Sure. Oh? Me and Willie Toops use bones in manual training. Yeah? What do you use them for? To train him with. Who? Willie Toops' dog manual. Oh! <laughs> Me and Willie are training him just wonderful, I bet you. Yeah? What's you training him to be? A bird dog? No. We train him to be a Shepelum pony. Oh. <laughs> Shepelum ponies are lots of fun, I bet you. I see. Mm-hmm. So you're training a dog to be a pony, huh? Mm-hmm. Well... As the mortician said when they brought him a dead elephant, that's quite a large undertaking. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean, mister? What does that mean? Well, let's uh, skip it. Okay. Anyhow, after Willie trains his dog to be a shepherd pony, he's going to sell rags to all the kids. Yeah, he sounds like an eager beaver. No, he's just a lazy Airedale. Well, you don't mean the dog, I mean Willie. So do I. Oh. He is the laziest. Say, you know what? No. Willie's in the third grade again this year just because he's lazy. Yeah? Flunked out, did he? No. Oh? He got promoted to the fourth, okay, but he just didn't want to walk upstairs. I still think that kid's a midget. <laughs> He's a cute youngster, though. Some of her friends sound a little dull. Oh, hi, Molly. You ready to go? Well, I'm about as ready as I'll ever be. Well, what did that bunch of retreads in the beauty shop have to say about your hat, kiddo? Well, I'd rather not tell you. Yeah? <laughs> Jealous, were they? Well, come on, Tootsie, right around the corner and into the sump room. But, McGee, I'm not hungry, and I... Well, we'll dance a while first. That'll give you an appetite. Dancing makes my feet hurt. Well, we'll eat first. That'll rest your feet. Maybe they haven't any room. Maybe it's too crowded. Oh, Maybe... come on. Look, there's the doorman out in front there now. I'll ask him how crowded it is. Hey, bud, you the doorman? A remarkable, astute observation, sir. <laughs> Here I stand on the sump room steps in a scarlet greatcoat with a yellow Sam Brown belt and a fur hat three feet tall... Wearing white gloves, black oilcloth, pirate boots, and kilts. And just like that, you guess it. Are you a detective, sir? No, just got a quick eye, bud. I suppose it's impossible to get a table in there, sir. Isn't it too crowded? Well, now that depends on who... Say, you're kind of cute. You know that? Hmm? Oh, my goodness. Well, really, I... Well, look, but... Look, but I'd like to get a nice table for dinner. Uh, just a second, Dad. I'm busy. <laughs> Say, where'd you get those pretty blue eyes, uh, baby? Well, I... 
I've always had them, but really... What do you mean, blue eyes? That ain't blue, that's hazel. And besides... Well, I'm happy to know you, Hazel. <laughs> Armand is my name. Armand Pierre Hammerschlag. <laughs> but you can call me Baby. What? Cut that out and straighten up, bud. I want to know if you got any tables in there. Yes, we have, sir. Good. We want to eat dinner in there and then dance a little and... Not me. My feet hurt. Let's go home, dearie. Well, I can't now, honey. I'm not off. She don't mean you. She means me. Now, look, Buster, that's my wife you're talking to. Your wife? Certainly. Why, Hazel, you didn't tell me you were married? She's not married. I mean, she's not Hazel. Of course not. I am Mrs. McGee, Molly McGee. But what happened to Hazel? She was here a minute ago and... Oh, how silly of me. Hazel was the girl in the large economy-sized hat. I see now that you, madam, are bareheaded. Uh, you're cuter, too, and I... Hey! Hey, Molly! What happened to your hat? It ain't off! Oh, my goodness, it must have blown off while you boys were arguing and sailed out there in the street. Oh, no. Yes, there it was, under that bus. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh, this is awful. Oh, look at it, Molly. Your beautiful hat. Just a mess. Don't... Don't pick it up, sweetheart. <laughs> Let me remember it just like that. <laughs> Flat. Your gorgeous hat that you love so much. I know just how you feel. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I'd be brave, though. Come on, let's go in the sump room. I feel like dancing the night away. Uh, I thought your feet hurt you. So... Hey, wait a minute. What is it? Look, right next door here. Madam Bertha's hat shop. That's where I bought the hat. I know. In the window. Look, they got another hat just like it. What? Oh, no. We can't afford it. Yeah, yet. but look at the price. Marked down to three ninety-five. No, no. Yeah, I can buy that hat and still take it to the sump room. Come on, kiddo. This is your night to howl. Oh! <laughs> River and Molly return in a moment. Winter is the time for farmers to plan their next building projects. And the best plans start with Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Roofing and Siding. Aluminum stretches farm profits two ways. It cuts down operating costs because it's rust-proof and permanent without any painting. And it steps up production because aluminum reflects heat, keeps poultry and livestock warmer in winter, cooler in summer. So start your building projects with Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum in mind. To help you, we'd like to send you free our aluminum adapter plan that tells how to use aluminum roofing and siding with standard blueprints of farm buildings. For your free copy, just write FARM on a postcard with your name and address and mail to Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. That's Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. My, this was just a wonderful evening, dearie. I had such fun. Yeah, me too. I'm glad to get home. Imagine me winning a prize with that hat. Yeah. $10 to Mrs. Molly McGee, the check says, for bravery. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that hat was a winner, kiddo. Uh, say, uh, who was the woman who screamed and fainted when they handed me the prize? Madam Bertha. Oh? Yeah. Good night. Good night, all. The 
Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Reynolds Aluminum also brings you Mr. Peepers, starring Wally Cox on NBC Television Sunday nights. See your local paper for time and channel. And don't forget to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. The preceding was transcribed.